0: Welcome back to the Karen Conti Show. This week, a Philadelphia jury awarded a former uh, football player, uh, Chris Maragos, forty-three point five million dollars in a medical malpractice suit against doctors who treated him for a knee injury. The argument was that the medical professionals uh, put his, uh, they advanced his rehab prematurely, getting, trying to get him back on the field. And what happened was his career was ended uh, due to uh, the, his knee being further injured. This kind of sheds a light on this issue of uh, professional sports teams pushing players to return to the field prematurely not paying attention to their their injuries uh, all to uh, make more money and to win more games and with us to discuss the case is st. Charles based attorney Peter Flowers he's a partner at Myers and Flowers who's one of the plaintiffs trial lawyers in this case and his firm has represented uh, many many families in the Illinois area uh, in malpractice cases catastrophic injuries from workplace injuries automobile accidents and defective products. Uh, Peter, welcome to the show, and thank you for coming on.
1: Thank you for having me, Karen. I appreciate it.
0: So can you tell our listeners a little bit about Chris Maragos and what his injury was that landed him uh, in the doctor's office getting this surgery?
1: Sure. So Chris Maragos is, is one of the greatest people you could ever uh, run into. This is a guy that um, grew up in Racine, Wisconsin, and actually walked on to his high school football team. He wasn't he wasn't selected. Ended up being the head of the team. He walked on to college, his college football team. He wasn't recruited in any way. He ended up transferring halfway through his college career to with the University of Wisconsin, where within a year he became the team captain. He then wasn't drafted into the NFL. He once again essentially walked on in the NFL and was picked up by a couple of football teams within a matter of three years. He was a a pro bowl player who won a super bowl at Seattle. And then he was uh, picked up by Philadelphia the year they won the super bowl 2017, 2018, and was their team captain. This is a guy that everyone roots for. Uh, He's, he's one of the good people. Unfortunately, in October of, of 2017, He was playing in a Thursday night football game, and he got hit and uh, tore his PCL, his posterior cruciate ligament, and uh, tore his what's known as his meniscus, which is the shock absorber that's in your knee between the main bones. Um, Long story short is his surgeon, who was one of the top surgeons, orthopedic sports surgeons in the United States, performed surgery. He repaired the PCL correctly, but he never did anything for the meniscus. And over a period of 10 months with intense, intense rehabilitation, NFL rehabilitation, essentially Chris's knee was totally destroyed. And he he now has the knee of, a, of an 85 year old versus uh, at the time when this happened, he had a knee of what people considered to be like a 16 year old. So it's a it's a it's a very sad story.
0: Peter I want to get to the idea the big picture here was was there evidence here that the doctors were motivated to get him back on the field sooner than he should have and that was part of the problem here.
1: Exactly. And and it's a it's a major problem that we can hopefully bring to light, but that's exactly what they they did is all they were concerned about was Chris the football player, not Chris the human being. So instead of of taking this at the right pace and repairing his meniscus, they instead put him through this crazy rehabilitation to try and get him ready for the next season, to try and get him out there for the next season. And when he couldn't, they essentially discarded him. And he went to, and had to get his knee repaired by another surgeon. But this is a major problem at all levels of sports in the United States. Now,
0: Pete, I I would, I would, yeah, yeah, I, I, that's, I I was reading about it in in preparing for this, that, that these are issues, yeah, that, that start, you know, way when kids are very, very young, uh, which, you know, when they're even still growing, actually. Um, But let me ask you this, you know, when you have the heart of an athlete and who wants to go out on the field, no matter what, and you know, I know these football players are so tough, and no matter if they're injured or not some of them play through these injuries that would stop you and and i from like you know watching tv um but yet they want to get back on the field because this is what they love to do how much of this can you say you know he well i mean the doctors told him he could do it so he relied on that is that is that what the facts showed
1: right exactly is is he relied on the fact that the doctors told him he needed to do this to return but what they never told him was if you did this Uh, your entire knee could be destroyed. So they never properly told him, you know, what the ramifications were and let him make the decision. Because I agree with you, these players want to get back. But they need to be told that if they do this the way, at least in Chris's case it was suggested, maybe you'll make it back. But if you don't, you're not going to be able to walk uh, normally for the rest of your life. So it's it's an issue with telling the player, or the, or the teenager, or the college player, that these are the risks, and you make the choice.
0: And when you're in high school, maybe you don't have the ability to make that choice. But I guess let's take this out a big picture. And as I was talking to a prior guest, we were talking about predatory gambling, and I was saying the plaintiff's bar has really done some good things for this world as far as the way... You know, society is changed. I mean, pre- police brutality cases have led to changes in the law, and 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 the Ralph Nader's of the world, and those kinds of product liability lawsuits have made companies uh, make safer products, et cetera. What what is the the takeaway here? What is it that that you would like to tell the schools, whether it's a high school, a college, or even you know even a professional team? What should the doctors be doing there? To make sure that the athletes are getting uh, their, their 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 injuries treated fairly and for their best interest.
1: Yeah, from the from the doctor's perspective, even though when they're team doctor, which is what all these folks were, um, they need to remember that they're still the the patient. They have an obligation to, regardless of the team situation. So, number one is. As a doctor, you have to treat the patient as a patient, not as a not as a member of a team. Number two is for for schools. For schools, you really got to start to consider, you know, are these doctors conflicted when they're treating um, uh, the students that are playing sports? Because are they thinking more of trying to get these kids back to to play and, and less of you know potentially protecting them from hurting themselves in the future? So the big picture is really a change in the way our system is which is let's treat the football player like a human being and not just a football player.
0: And quickly before we go and I'm going to uh, give out your contact information how is uh, Chris doing now what what is his um what what is his next medical move with his knee.
1: Yeah, he needs a knee replacement uh, which he's now seeking out a new doctor. He's 36 years old so he's going to have at least two knee replacements in his life. Um, He's got three young kids and, you know, used to be super active with them and really is limited in what he can do. It's It's a really sad situation for a one of the good people of this world
0: well a 43 million dollar verdict uh, is going to send a message and uh congratulations uh to you and and i'm happy for your client um pete myers he's uh with myers and uh, sorry pete flowers who's with myers and flowers out in st charles i know you do a lot of good work actually i send a lot of my listeners to you if they have catastrophic injuries and can you give out your contact information
1: Sure. It's, um, my office is in downtown Chicago and in the suburbs. And our uh, our telephone number is 630-232-6333. Or you can always email me at pjf at Myers-Flowers.com. And we appreciate everything you do, Karen, to get the word out.
0: All right, Pete. Uh, thank you so much for joining me. Take care.
1: You too. Thank you.